Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Coming up on the Holderness Family Podcast, I thought this was going to be my kind of guest. Go Gators! But it turns out it's my kind of guest. To me, the female is by far the stronger sex. We talk about doggy drama. It got just like downright dangerous. So after like a lot of tears, we had to rehome her and daughter drama. I love my daughter, but right now I just don't like her. With one of the world's most renowned animal experts. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. Ben Holderness. And I'm Kim Holderness. And this is the Holderness Family Podcast. Thank you for stopping by and pressing the download button. I sound so chipper. <laughs> you sound super chipper. I'm forcing it because I'm kind of in a weird mood this week. Yeah, he's been in a weird mood. Uh, we'll get we'll get to that. But first, if I can ask you just a couple favors. If you could hit subscribe on that podcast thing app phone. The podcast what, thing app phone. Yes. Uh, it helps people find us. So if you hit subscribe, it, it just works in this magic algorithm thing okay the other thing which i'm so excited this about. is exciting and max you got to jump in on this okay. i'm here max okay. is part of this max yes we are doing a live podcast yes yes at december 5th here in raleigh north carolina the tickets will put them in the description of the show notes of this podcast it's online in our podcast group and on our facebook page um come see us it's it's limited seating but there's going to be music there's going to be discussion with there's our a bar Sorry, letting you know, there's a bar. Well, and but it's so we have had we've had the question asked like it, my ten year old loves you and listens to the podcast. Can you come? It's in the evening. It's in a bar. Which so you do you. I mean, right. nothing explicit is going to happen. It's it, our our um our pastor is going to be on stage. He's our marriage counselor. <laughs> Very true. So he's going to talk. So nothing. <clears throat> it's not going to be inappropriate. But you decide if you want to bring. Like your kid to a bar. Like we've brought our kids it's to a bars It's a really before, cool location. Maybe um, not. Part of downtown yeah, Raleigh. It's a, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a great location, but you decide on that. It's We're probably going to have some marriage talk. We will do a family show at some point, probably next year. Um, but this is, one is about getting through the holidays or even thriving in the holidays with your spouse. And, 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 and very stressful times, like tips and tricks during stressful times. And then those just going to be music and fun times. Yeah, Pet, are you going to sing? Oh, for, for sure. Awesome. Yes. I don't know if I'm going to do something ahead of time 
or if I'm going to write something while I'm there, or maybe a little bit of both. Yeah, just it'll be a fun but time. But there'll be music, but for sure. But come see us, December 5th. Uh, we're in Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, we would love to see you. We also are probably going to take questions from the audience, but maybe if there's some great questions from the fans yeah. that are not there and they want to submit them, we could always have them locked and loaded for people that aren't there. Yes, yeah. I like it, Max. I like and it. Max just did the thing where he was like, I don't know. I don't know. Should I not have talked? Edit me out. And then, edit he, me gave, out. And then he, gave, he gave the edit me outside. It's okay, dude. You have good ideas. Your ideas That was matter. a good idea. I mean, I don't know if it was appropriate for this time, Max. No, I'm kidding. It was fine. It was great. Yes, sir. Max, that's a great idea. We're going to take questions from our universe. Our yes. podcast Audience, universe. don't let me down. You better have good questions now. <laughs> Anyway, Max is going to be the one who's going to be presenting the questions. I'm very excited about that. He does a like, very good very job. Very good, Phil. Donahue. Good job, Max. Okay, Thanks. so today, be more sh- sure of yourself, Max. <laughs> Today's <laughs> show, let's get into it. Is a really good one. I I will say I had a big. I, I'm very protective of this podcast and, and the things we talk about because. Pen would be like, you know what we should talk about? We should talk about there was a cat on the football field at the Monday Night Football game and how that was funny. I'm like, that's not a I'm podcast. I'm still waiting for permission to do the Flat Earthers podcast, by no, the way. No, it's not happening. <laughs> okay. And so he gets very like, you know what we should do? We should, And I'm like, no, that's not an entire podcast. So the, he's like, there's this, this zoologist that I'm obsessed with. We, I'm like, I don't understand how that has anything to do with like being a better person, but the, being a married person, but hey, let's do it. And I am. I was very happy. He's very great. Isn't he awesome? He's great. And and how he relates um, the animal kingdom to my life was expert, just expert level. Well, and and also for me, I just I fanboy him because he's on this radio show I listen to all the time. And you're about to get to a clip of a few minutes ago when it started. And listen to the difference in my voice. I was kind of bummed out. Like I, I've been in like he, a rut he, this been week. In a, he's been in a funk. Yes. Yeah, and I think I think Ron fixed it because he just he makes me. It. Well, he just makes me happy. So let's go to that part. So I got to start with this, honey. I hi, how are you? I'm doing great. So listen, I, I do you remember me telling you yesterday that I was feeling like kind of. Bum. Like I was kind of bummed out. Like yeah, was it's, super... a, it's an oddly non-golden retriever day for you. Like I, it's like my mojo was gone or my passion. <laughs> it, it happens to me I, honestly maybe once every six months. I'm yes. usually like a golden retriever sniffing crotches. Me every and... six days. I'm like questioning my existence, but you every six months. Yes. Yeah, and so it, I, the passion just for everything wasn't quite what it normally is, and so I'm really excited that we have this guest that we have today. So I don't, like when I listen to the radio, I always listen to this show on ESPN called the Dan Lebitard Show. Uh You call it Sports shouting. It's sports shouting That's, show. That, yeah, because all of most of sports is just shouting. Um, and so, but when I listen to it, there's this guy who comes on the show every week. His name is his name is Ron McGill, and he's the most passionate, most positive person I've ever heard on the radio. He's been a, like, he's he like was, a you. Yeah, but, but he's and all of his passion <laughs> is geared toward the animal kingdom. And so we have animal issues that we need to talk to him about. We are animals. We want to be better animals. And he's gonna get my mojo back up. I'm very excited. Oh wow, that's a lot of so, pressure for Ron. Yeah, right. So Ron, I, like, let me give you a quick uh, biography. And uh, so he's 
we know him through a mutual friend. Let's start with that. That's the only like that's how we got him on the show. He's a fellow Florida Gator. Uh, go Gators! Kim, go Gators! Get, there yeah. he is. <laughs> got to interject there. Uh, but he like he started out as a zookeeper like forty years ago at the Miami Zoo, and now he basically runs the Miami Zoo. And he is you a, run it. He's you a, run it. You own it. Let's yeah, just say he owns it. I don't. I don't run you, it. I don't you, own it. You Good own Lord. it. He's you a director of communications there. Yeah, you own it. Okay. okay. But okay. he's very well known with his stints on Dan Lebitard. He's got five Emmys for documentary. He's done. He spent what? his entire life trying to promote uh, the protection and education of animals. And so. Of animals or about animals? The protection of animals and okay. the education about animals. Gotcha. Did I mix up my prepositions? It's okay. It's I'm okay. really nervous. So let's just get to it. Ron is obviously <laughs> listening to all of this. Ron, thank you so Welcome, much for joining Ron. us. Ron. Oh, thank you guys. What a pleasure it is to join you here today. Yeah, I don't run the zoo. You I talk own it. about the people you own about it. the zoo. That's what I do. I just say you own it. That's what I'm going to tell people. Okay. Okay. Actually, the taxpayers of South Florida own it. Okay. Majority Better. shareholder. Better. Yes. We'll just go with that. Um, so there you go. So we've got we've got a bunch of directions we want to go in. First of all, Ron, and we'll get to this later. Uh, Kim and I are taking our family to Africa next summer, and we want to get your advice on some of that. And uh, because I know you've spent a lot of time on the dark continent, uh, I just got, I just got back from my fifty fifth trip to Africa. Stop. I was filming the second season of my television show, and I will tell you that Africa is going to change your life. It is one of those places that when you go there, it's intoxicating. It gets in your blood. It's something that will bring you back. I promise you won't only go once no matter what you have to do you'll get back if you have to sell your house you have to sell your car whatever <laughs> you're going to raise the money to go back because that place is magic uh, it yeah. is like a magnet that brings you in and will change your life and i know you said you're going with the family but i gotta tell you pen in the evenings <laughs> go nothing on. is more romantic than africa really? i'm telling you right now you're going to live the dream uh, she is going to <laughs> she's going to I, i'm sure she's already an amazing woman what? but this is going to this is going to bring in this new injection of amazingness into oh. her that is going to make you want to go back to Africa even sooner. That's what it is. Hey. It's the kind of thing what? when you're laying down next to her and all of a sudden outside you hear, oh, you think I'm making this up. Let me tell you, my wife, my wife and I. We're over 31 years married now. It's, she's, she's the goddess of my life, okay? But let me tell you, we come from opposite ends of the spectrum. I'm the son of a Cuban immigrant, uh, you know, uh, a gentleman who is the smartest man I ever knew, but he only had a formal education of about third grade. Uh, grew up, you know, uh, in a small apartment in New York City, then moved down here to Florida and just kind of worked on a little ranch with him, raising horses and kind of keeping the ranch going. My wife, on the other hand, you know, grew up in Pacific Palisades, California, went to school in Italy and Sweden and comes from a very diplomatic, aristocratic family. So when we met, we were like from opposites. Right. And I said, you know, she wants to go to Italy and look at all the art and all these people that I can't even pronounce their names. And I told her, I said, listen, honey, I got to take you to Africa. And she looked at me like I had a third eye. She goes, what? You know, we're going to go to Africa? No, 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 no. The bugs, the dust, having to squat yeah. behind bushes to go to the bathroom. I'm not doing that stuff, okay? This is my wife. I said, honey, please, let me just take you once. Let me take you once. Make a long story short, if you ask my wife what her favorite place in the world to go into now, it's Africa. We, I've taken her there a dozen times already, and every time I take her, 
she rocks my world. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, We're going to get separate so tents, I guess, from the kids now. That's what we have to what, Okay, what is that? Oh, you definitely, oh, you, you'll you be able to get some alone time because the kids, they get hooked up with the rangers and the guys uh, and, and, the, and, the, and the park okay. people there, and they'll get so involved with the animals. They won't even believe you exist at night. They're going to want to do all kinds of fun games and stuff like that. It's going to be perfect for you guys. We are, we are really, so part of, it's part mission trip and then part like vacation. So we actually, and the irony is it's so, you're, you're talking about more a house we're practically having to mortgage the house to go to volunteer to <laughs> dig a well so like we're volunteering and sleeping in tents but that's good karma that you're doing that it that's is fantastic. yes congratulations yes. For doing it that. is the, our most expensive trip we've ever taken and we're sleeping in a tent and digging uh wells but we are really 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 excited what is the ohm yeah what's the you, what's the noise you just made that's, the noise that's 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 the lion's they call outside your tent. You uh, can hear them. You can hear that call from over five miles away. Okay. Sometimes. It's honestly five miles mail. away. They, they connect with each other. But the first time my wife heard it, she jumped. She goes, what is that? I just looked at her. I go, that's me, honey. And <laughs> See, that's a just... good move. So here's th- that's that's your that's your marriage. You, you ready for our marriage? We're going to kind of we're going to act this out. Ready? Oh, what the heck um, is that? Oh, that's that's just me, baby. Okay, um, stop it then. I need to sleep. Um, no, that, are you snoring? Um, Did you bring your snore guard? No, honey, honey, we're in Africa. No. Let's just let's feel the rhythm. That, like, don't ignore I, ignore the I smell of feces. It's okay. That's us, Ron. I want you to prove us wrong. I can't wait for. I can't wait to be proven wrong. Uh, okay, you're gonna call me back and you're gonna say, Ron, you were right, man. It's magic. I, it is magic. I am really excited. I am excited. So uh, you will be, Ron. Uh, I I know you're qualified to talk about all animals, but can we like can you talk a little bit about dogs with us? Are you comfortable with that? Sure. Okay. Absolutely. So we just got this new puppy and we absolutely love her. Her name is Sunny and she is a golden retriever because I am a golden retriever. And um, oh, that's one of the greatest breeds of. The dogs in the world. We, I mean, we, those in yellow labs, to, you know, any kind of Labrador for that matter. Retrievers and Labradors are the most social, wonderful family dogs you can find. And we're so happy about her. But we, like, it's this is six months after some pretty serious heartbreak in our family. And I, Kim, do you want to talk about well, it? Well, yeah. So we rescued our, our our dog, our sweet dog Ruby, and she was a great. We did all the training. We had like four different trainers, and we did all. She's a very, very obedient dog. I, I bet my life and every penny I will ever make in my life that she would never hurt me or and my kids or my family. But she was actually very aggressive to other dogs and other people and anybody who walked into our house. And she actually bit mm. like five different people, including my father-in-law, my niece. Like it got it got yeah. it got just like downright dangerous. So after like a lot of tears, we had to uh, rehome her. And she's now with a woman who actually doesn't have kids and doesn't leave her apartment. Yeah, d- d- wanted more of a guard dog situation. So it was a very very sad sad time. But and there was this like guilt and this like it was it's hard to it's it's still hard for us to understand, right, honey? Yeah. Well, mm. I, yeah. You know what you need to understand is first of all, dogs are a social animal, and they are an animal that basically can establish a hierarchy depending on the breed of dog. Now, dogs are bred for different things. They're bred for different temperaments, different characters. Um, some dogs are incredibly possessive and protective. Um, and, and obviously those traits were, were in this dog. Uh, she was very loyal to you, very intelligent, but also very protective 
of you. Uh, and, and even using that term, and people say, well, that's an anthropomorphic term to say jealous. I think that term anthropomorphic is really a, um, a bad term. What it insinuates is that only humans can have emotions like love, hurt, sadness, jealousy. I think that's very self-centered of us to think that animals cannot feel those same emotions. As a matter of fact, I'll go as far to say, I know animals can feel those same emotions. And unfortunately, when you have an animal that is feeling those emotions and doesn't know the proper ways, not, not, not intelligent enough to know the proper way to behave, even though its emotions are telling it to do something that it shouldn't do, you have those types of situations. That was not a bad dog. It was a dog that had inherent uh, genes bred into it that is to protect you and be very possessive of you and not allow another what it, it doesn't look at a person as a, a different type of person. It looks at a person as a conspecific. When dogs are raised in a family, they don't think they're a dog. They think they're a person, you see. And they look at other people as either a challenge, a threat, or, or whatever it may be. And that dog was just of a very strong personality that looked at that threat and a challenge. And unfortunately, in your situation, that that is a chance you could not take. You did the right thing. You didn't just get rid of the dog. You found a good home for the dog. And that's something you should be commended for. Well, it, thank you. I, it's the internet, and it's 2019, so most people were kind because we had we had to talk about it because we make videos, and there's the you know a dog in the video one day, and there's a dog not the next day, so we had to talk about it. So um, you're you're kind to say commended. I, I, I it certainly doesn't feel like that. Um, no, you should be. Uh, trust me, I see ugly things every day with what people do with their unwanted pets. Uh, even though they do have access to the Internet and other forms of communication to try to do a better thing for their animal. Many people just take the easy and cruel way out. So you're to be commended for well, that. Well, I, I think we did get uh, – you know, we, we got enough just <laughs> – um, it, it, comments of like, well, you can, you should have retrained. Of course, we tried trainers and a dog behaviorist and blah blah blah. Um, but like the, the, can you? Un, but could we have? And but we still feel extreme guilt, by the way. But could she have been retrained? Retrained, or could she have unlearned that sort of? protective instinct you know i'm not here to say that that would be impossible to do i am here to tell you though that the dog bit more than one person you tried your best at what you had available to you and you made the right decision you know you cannot also put yourself in a position of liability where then affects your quality of life too you know what happens when someone sues you and and uh, there's so many things that can happen uh, you looked and found a good home for that dog you tried your best your pain is obviously sincere pain and it's understood but you can't let the trolls on the internet uh, make you feel worse about that because oh. when it comes to <laughs> things like social media especially i call it the toilet bowl of the <laughs> and there's so many of these trolls that just love to condemn and to criticize whenever they can when they haven't walked in your shoes. So the fact that you're talking about it the way you talk about it, the fact that you're expressing this guilt that you have is very demonstrative that you did the right thing and you wanted what was best for the dog and what was best for your family. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I tend to just take what the trolls say about me and I just internalize it and believe it to be true, Ron. Is what you I cannot do, do that. Cannot I know. Do. I, I learned know. that a long time ago. You know, as somewhat of a public figure, trust me, I've got those people that will come at me and say things that are just, you know, and never show their face, never give their name or anything like that. That's what the Internet provides them. It provides them this anonymity to, you know, there's an old saying that says misery loves company. So there's a lot of miserable people online wanting to try to make other people be their company.
Yeah. And um, so we're, tr- we're trying real hard. So we've even had people say like, oh, you have this new dog. You're going to like my money is you're going to screw her up, too, which is awesome to hear. Um, love it. So- <laughs> they're, they're trying to get the exact reaction out of you. <laughs> That you're having right no, now. No, but like, honey. no, I, I know, I, I know, you. I love you, I know. Yeah. So, uh, so we're yeah, we're super hard, <laughs> trying hard not to screw this up because apparently it's all our fault. Anyway, Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or even exhilarating. But one thing's for certain. If you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you will gain insights and uncover truths that you can only find in therapy. Get those personal breakthroughs and judgment-free support by signing up for Talkspace. At Talkspace.com, you can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. There's no need to commute to appointments, miss time at work, or line up childcare in order to attend sessions. It's mental health care made easy. Talkspace is also affordable and in-network with most major insurers. To celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking it out in therapy, Talkspace is offering every listener of this podcast $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness to get $80 off your first month with code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash Holderness with code SPACE80. But isn't that, honestly, I think I'm glad you said something, Ron. I'm glad you said what you said. I think you know this, right? You can tell your wife something, and it, it may not mean as much as if she hears it from someone that she's never met before. Oh, absolutely. That happens to me all the time. <laughs> I'll say something to my wife, and then all of a sudden she'll come back like the next day. She goes, you know, you were right what you said because this person just told me the same thing. I go, oh, so now I'm right because that person told you yeah. the same thing. That's right. Thank yeah. you very much. Very yeah. common. Very the common. third party, you know, credibility is an important thing. <laughs> let's let's change the subject. Thank you for that. Uh, thank you for that perspective on on our old dog. What what's what is the perfect pet for you? Do you have dogs? Are you like a lizard person? I feel like as a zookeeper, no, you have no, access no. I to did lots have a dog. of. Okay, he, he recently passed away, and it's been very difficult for me. Um, I, I got the dog basically. I've always grown up with dogs. Uh, my wife never had a dog uh, growing up, so. 
you know, this was kind of a new thing for her, and I wanted to make sure my children had a dog. I knew what a difference in my life a dog made, not just for companionship and for love, but for responsibility. Um, you know, it taught my kids to be responsible, to provide water, uh, food, to walk the dog, to get up to do the things sometimes when they didn't want to do it, just a sense of responsibility. Um, and I had a miniature schnauzer, and he was just the most amazing dog. You know, he didn't shed at all because he was inside the house most of the time. Uh, and it was amazing. Lived, you know, a little over 14 years. And, you know, when he passed away, I felt like I'd lost a kid. I mean, it was really difficult for me. Um, now, having said that, he was a special dog, too, because he had to tolerate many times I would go home with animals. Because if I'm doing a television appearance or any kind of appearance with an animal early in the morning, like for the morning shows and things like that, sometimes I would bring the animal home with me the night before. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So would you bring, to... like, a tiger home or... I've had young tigers. Stop well, it. When I say young, like cub, you know, young wolves, young mountain lions, you know. <laughs> Just brought it back to your house? In the house, yes. Um, you know, um, because it's easier because I'd have to give it a bottle. You know, if the thing is still on a bottle and it has to be fed every three or four hours, uh, it's easier for me to just bring it home in a large kennel and then feed it overnight and then go off to do my presentation in the morning. So it works out a lot better that way. And did your um, wife sleep soundly that night when you had the tiger in the house? Yeah, no, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. None of these animals They're are tiny. dangerous okay, in I that sense you. at all. I don't, I don't, I'm not bringing big tigers or big lions or anything like that. These are all animals that for one reason or another had to be uh, bottle raised. They were either rejected by their parents or their parents, their mother was not producing enough milk. Um, so we'd have to uh, augment the feedings with a bottle feeding. And that bottle feeding has to be given and like I said, every three hours or so, so it's around the clock. And that was good, too, because that prepared me for when my kids were born. You know, I mean, uh, <laughs> th thankfully, my wife uh, breastfed both of our kids, but uh, my job was to get them. You know, when they were in, in the crib crying, I'd have to get them and pick them up and bring them to the bedroom so my wife can feed them and then put them back. That was the uh, the, the job I had. And I kind of got used to it because of that. Not, You know, it's it kind of a neat thing. Good preparation for that. I, I actually anyway, I really I appreciate that. Yeah, that you had to, you had to live that, too. And also, I, yeah, absolutely. It, it sounds to me, and this was something I wanted to bring up, it sounds to me like Ron has learned a lot from his jaunt through the animal world about being a better animal himself. And I would love to know, like, what about in your trips to Africa and in all of your experience with animals, like what animals have taught you to be a better animal? Um, elephants are probably the most yeah. amazing animals I've ever been around. Um, you know, I just... I just did this thing that was incredible. I was, I was like I was explaining in the beginning. I was filming the second season of a television show that I host on a Spanish network, and I was doing it in South Africa. And we were in this one reserve where we saw some elephants back on a ridge. And I said, no, "Let's do the stand-up here. I'm going to do the intro and outro here, and the elephants will be behind us in the, in the frame." Well, the, the ranger that I was with, he said, "Listen, those elephants. I know those elephants. They were elephants that were saved from a cull. Um, they've grown up here, and they're very inquisitive about people." They may come down to see you um, just to let you know if they do, do not panic. You know, well, make sure the film crew is safe in the vehicle. But I think knowing that you've been around animals, you have a little bit of animal sense. I think you can be OK and they'll be OK. And that's exactly what happened. I was talking and these elephants came from over 100 yards away, came down the hill and walked right up to me. They put their trunk on my shoulder against my ear. Um, it was one of those surreal experiences. You know, my favorite saying in the world is that life is not measured by the number of breaths that you take. It's measured by the number of times your breath is taken away. And that was certainly one of those breathtaking moments when you had four full-grown elephants next to you, alongside of you, but just curious. And elephants, 
make a wide variety of sounds, including subsonic sounds that we cannot hear with our human ear, but you can feel it in your chest. If you're standing next to an elephant and it's, and it's vocalizing in that way, you won't hear it through your ear, but you feel the vibration in your chest. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. It's, 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 I'm just telling you, there's no way to describe it in words. So elephants, when you look at an elephant in the eye and, and realize the way it interacts with other elephants, the way they protect their calves, the way they socialize, and elephants are matriarchal, so they're run by the females. The society is run by the females, I like which them. I think teaches me a lot right there because I think, and I'm not saying this to be patronizing to women or anything, but you know, to me, the female is by far the stronger sex. They multitask better. They have patience. They don't try to dominate. They do things in a way that generally more successful. And I know I'm painting with a broad brush here, and there's going to be a lot of people saying, you know, you shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't stereotype. You shouldn't generalize. But here's I'm the here deal. for it. I'm here for it. You keep stereotyping. <laughs> well, I'm just telling you that that is my gut honest feeling, is that there's something about the female patience and, 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 and ability to do several things at one time. I can't. I have to do one thing at a time. I'm just not one of those multitaskers. And my patience is somewhat limited. Uh, my wife, on the other hand, she's amazing. I, I don't know how she does all the things she does. You know, she, she, she raised both of our kids. I mean, I raised them too, but I mean, when it came to homework and stuff, I said, listen, honey, I was done with homework when I left school. I can't do this stuff. And she loved it. She would do the homework. She'd do the project. She'd do all this stuff. And she has her own practice. I mean, you know, she's a, she's a medical professional. And I'm like, holy cow, how does she do all of this stuff? And it just made me realize that my mom was the same way, you know, it's just, they're just more patient that way. So I watch elephants, the way they interact with each other, the patience that they have, how they protect their kids. You know, when you hear that term, it takes a village to raise a child. I believe that comes from elephants because it's the entire elephant family that raises the calf. It's phenomenal to watch um, them and dolphins. Also, a lot of the marine mammals are just so unbelievably intelligent and the way they communicate with each other and the way they socialize. There's so much we have to learn from them. My, uh, my children, their favorite animals are my daughter. Her favorite is a dolphin because we gave her one of those experiences. And my son's mm -hmm. favorite is a stingray. We took him to uh, like a stingray sandbar and he like floated over the stingray and kind of stared at him for a while. And then, yeah. then I looked up somewhere online that they communicate kind of like elephants in these weird like ESP, like subsonic things. And he actually believes that he was mind melding with a stingray. <laughs> He's eight. I'm just uh, telling you. I'm that's not going to say it's impossible. I'm not going to. Listen, if you look at animals, you know, there are a lot of these um, uh, therapy places for autistic children, for instance, where they are, they are non-vocal, uh, non-verbal. Um, you know, they, they show no emotion. They don't do anything. And then all of a sudden they put them in, a, in, in the water and a dolphin comes up to them. And there's this, this burst of emotion. And the dolphin seems to know, to understand that this child needs some special attention. Um, there's just something about animals that uh, have just, just moved me beyond description, you know, my entire life. I, I just, I've had experiences with them. I've seen them do things in the wild. I've seen the way they react to things. You know, you can see that even in domestic dogs where you might see, you know, this kid just pulling on the ear of the dog and pulling on the lip, and the dog doesn't do it. The dog realizes this is just a kid. And, you know, some adult uh, steps too close to him, and the, and the dog will snap at him. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like the dog says, you know better, damn it. The kid is a kid, but you know better. I mean, I just see it over and over again how so many animals just know when it's a child. Look at some of these, these horseback riding therapy sessions when a horse – a child who, again, is nonverbal, seems to be an incredible introvert, uh, seems to have all kinds of 
you know, psychological challenges gets on top of a horse and the horse reacts differently once that child is on top of it. Of course, you know, there are exceptions to that. There are crazy horses, just like there are crazy people. But when you have an animal that is able to react in a certain way, seems to be able to sense the need for a certain reaction, I think it's very, very moving. It's very, very profound. Animals are way better than people, I think, on most days. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, tend, I tend to agree with you in many ways. Uh, you know, I use animals. When you say how to use animals to teach, okay, I'm going to get into another. I'm going to say something now that's probably going to get another large portion of the audience going, oh, absolutely not, unacceptable, okay? <laughs> and I'm going to give you a little scenario. If I watch a lioness, okay, with her cubs, and the cub does something wrong, what does the lioness do? Mm. Send them to their room. Time uh, out. Uh, no. Passive aggressively. A quick little swat. Okay. Okay. And the cub goes, oh, that's a negative reaction to that. The cub doesn't do it again. Now, you know, I raised my children and I'm very proud of my kids. They're both very successful. They're in their own professions now, doing very well, graduated with honors from universities. Um, I never, ever, you know, beat my kids or anything like that. But when they were young, I gave them a swift little swat on the butt when they did something wrong because I think that's what those butt muscles are for, okay? I never hit my kids in the face or anywhere else, only on the butt. When they were small, two, three years old, they just, boom, real quick, negative reaction, and they would, oh, that would frighten them, and they realized it was instantaneous. You know, I really never have had a discipline problem with my kids. Um, you know, this whole thing about trying to be your best friend with your three- or four-year-old, in my personal opinion, is ridiculous. Okay, we live in a society now where you, oh, you know, you can't do that because you're going to hurt their feelings. This this whole belief about, you know, Little League, everybody gets a trophy. Listen, let me let me wake people up. Participation trophy is not like that. Okay? Yeah, it, life is not like that. Yeah, I it, it's funny because we I definitely I was raised by, you know, we don't we don't I was never hit struck any and I think <laughs> I got spanked, and the only reason I know this is because my dad told me this story. I could barely talk, but I got back from my grandfather's <laughs> house. I got back from my grandfather's house, and my dad was like, hey, how was the trip to Papa Bear's? And I went, pop, pop, pank. Pop, pop, pank. He got spanked. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, and I think Penn grew up in a house where he got little, he got a little pop here we, and there. Hey, we did. Tell the story. We actually. Not we. we you. 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 Me. You. So Lola ran out into the middle of the like street. She two. ran out into the middle of the cul-de-sac, right? So I grabbed her. It's a busy, it was a busy I, street. I, and I, she was like two. Yeah, yeah, and publicly on the street. Just I didn't want to, you know, I didn't know how long her memory was going to be. Like I pulled her off to the side. I pulled her pants down and I spanked you her. You pulled her pants down? Oh, that's how you're supposed to spank no, people. You did, I didn't know you pulled her pants down. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, I opened Pandora's box here. I'm so Wait sorry. a second. Are you not supposed to pull her pants down? No. That's how. Yeah. I, that's no, how. That, hey, don't pull her pants down. That's no. how. Oh, pop pop got down. <laughs> I definitely got my pants pulled down when I anyway. Then I pulled him back up really quick and she like had this quivering lower lip and she said, We don't hit our friends. And she so that was the end Fun. of that. I'm your dad. Real first. Yeah. I know, but I oh my gosh, yeah, so that, that was, was really painful. Yeah. So <laughs> um I yes. So I definitely there was never that like, but I do have instead we never he, oh my god, that's so gross that you like pulled down our pants. That's that's how it was administered to me. Okay, let's just move okay. on. So that was okay. the one and only time yeah. I do have a very booming mom voice, 
where I can um, instead, I think the kids would rather get a pop on the butt than the, the then, scream oh, that the I have. Voice? Than the mom yeah, voice I have. Yeah, your mom voice. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, you can, you could probably hear it in South Florida. Yeah. We also recently yeah. gave our daughter the finger during a board I, game. I, it was accidentally. <laughs> I, she was being really condescending. True and story. in my family, we call it the I love you finger. So it was it just, it was, it was, she's 12. And she was being really condescending about the rules of Settlers of Catan. So I instinctively, <laughs> by accident, gave her the finger. Hey, Ron, while we're talking <laughs> while we're talking about girls, I don't know if you ha- have a girl. I don't know if you've ever had one. I do have a girl and a boy. Okay, how old is your girl? The girl was so much harder. You, oh, oh, my God. How old the is boy your... was born. I said, oh, we can have five of these. The girl was born. That was God's form of birth control. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How old is the girl now? She's 24. Oh, so 24. you lived okay. through it. Okay. So perfect. Lola is 12. She's a wonderful, precocious 12. She is, if, if anyone has seen me with my daughter, they know how deeply I love her. This is a, a new time in her life. She's developing into a young woman. And I got to tell you, this is, I'm going back to animals here. When she met our new puppy, I've never seen her cry tears of joy before. I don't know if it's tears of joy or tears right. of relief. She has this relationship with the puppy. And then we had someone online. I know Kim's got her trolls, but we've also had some great supporters. And one person said, every teenager needs a puppy. I actually said that. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, there's no question about it. There's it's just something that happens. I think it teaches it teaches kids to be kind. It teaches them to understand, to be patient, and to, to understand. You know, it, it, it feels good for a child of that age, getting into the tween age, to feel that something depends on them, that they are providing something. You know, that, that, that it's not just them being, uh, you, you know, the dependent. They are they have something that depends on them. It gives them a sense of, of worth of value into caring for an animal like that. Um, and so can you give Penn some advice? He really daily is freaked out about um, the fact that our daughter's doing the very natural thing. It happens in every species that you, you raise them to kind of to, to, to leave. And he, he, he's freaking out that she's withdrawing a little bit and doing the very natural thing that is like, you know, she's would prefer to hang out with her friends. I mean, she loves hanging out with Penn, us. Penn, yes. Penn, let me tell you something. Go ahead. It's exactly what I went through. It's exactly what my wife went through. My wife would come into the bedroom sometimes crying. She goes, goes, I love my daughter, but right now I just don't like her. And it was just one of these things that she felt so guilty saying that. Yeah. And it, it is just, it is part of this natural process. And trust me, uh, it is a phase. This too shall pass. And you will, the day you walk her down that aisle, you are going to remember these times. And it is just going to overwhelm you, my friend. It is just one of those things that, um, it is. It is all. It all plays an important role in just making us all better people. Uh, <laughs> That's yeah. I'm sighing. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> you you have been a joy to talk to. Thank you so so much for being here. Uh, it's been my pleasure. Thank you for the invitation, guys. And and where? So you talked about your TV show. Can you tell us where people can find it and where people can well, find and well, hear more? It's only in Spanish, but it's on the <laughs> HITN network, and it's on okay. all the you know Directv, Dish TV, Comcast. It's on oh, cool. All the, it's the it's the basically the Spanish PBS, but it's a neat show. It's like it's Wild Kingdom in Spanish is basically what it is. That's awesome, and and you, I know that you're from Cuba originally, right? So I'm, his, I, his dad my father is. was from your Cuba, father. Yes. Okay, so that's a that's a comfortable language, I would imagine. For <laughs> you. Where yeah. else can people? Where else pe- can people find you? Yes, they can find me. You know, just Google my name. I yep. have Instagram. I have it's Ron McGill Conservation is my Instagram page, and um, you know, I think I'll see some nice pictures of my travels around the world with wildlife there, and 
um, you know, it's at Ron McGill Twitter or whatever. I don't keep up too much with the social media, but uh, I, I check it on it. That's, check on it every now. That's and why now. you're such a balanced person. Thank and, you. And while you're googling him, look up the story of how he got introduced to his wife. It's pretty interesting. <laughs> so, like you got bit yeah, by a crocodile, right? Isn't that? Did I read that correctly? I got I got bitten by a crocodile pretty badly, and I was you know a young guy thinking, okay, and this is going to be the politically incorrect thing to say, but I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to have a beautiful nurse with that nice little white dress taking care of me. It's going to be every fantasy I've ever had as a young twenty-something year old. Ended up my nurse was a guy. He wasn't very nice. It didn't work out the way I wanted to. But then I had to go down to physical therapy, and I remember walking into that physical therapy clinic, and oh my God, the most beautiful woman I've ever seen Aww. in my life. To make a show long. Long story short, I married her, and now I get physical therapy for free. <laughs> in Africa. <laughs> in Africa. There you go. We're gonna, hey, I'm going to call you. It's going to be late July, Ron, and I'm either going to say, dang it, you were right, or Make some sort of weird something line else. Noise. Yeah, yeah, something else That's is going to That's a great happen. time to be there. Uh, well, thank you so, so much. I really appreciate it. It was my pleasure, guys. Have a great day. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 